0: Hey, my name is John Bonham. Welcome to my podcast, Daddy Confessions. I'm an educator and father of two boys. This podcast is for dads and about dads. We will talk about things that dads are faced with as they go through their journey in fatherhood. This podcast is for every kind of dad, from soon-to-be dads to those dads who are now empty nesters. Welcome to another episode of Daddy Confessions. Tonight, I want to talk a little bit about a subject that I think gets overlooked quite often when it comes to kids. And that is grandparents. Now, you all have heard me talk quite a bit about my mother on this podcast, a little bit about my father on this podcast. Um, And one of the things that was really important for me was that my kids knew Uh, that they had their grandparents. Now, my oldest son uh, grew up with, or was when he was born, I should say, he had all four of his grandparents. So, my two parents, my mother, my father, and my in-laws, so my wife's parents, were all still alive at the time. And they have since passed on, but at the time, uh, it was a great opportunity for us to know, spend some time with them, really get a chance to know them a little bit, uh, have him spend a lot of time with them and really get to know his grandparents. And that was great. It was great to see uh, them together. Um, My father was not in the picture really for me. So that also meant that he really wasn't around uh, in the picture as much for my oldest son. Um, And part of that was me. You know, that was a decision that I made uh, in terms of how I like to spend my time. <laughs> and it wasn't with the person who didn't seem to want to spend time with me as I was growing up. So so that was a, a decision that kind of made itself, I should say, really. Um, but in any case, my boys um, knew their grandparents. Uh, Wyatt, not so much. Trey I had a chance to spend a lot of time with all of them. Um, Now, great grandparents are fantastic. They are a gift from God. They do so much for the kids. They bring so much joy and excitement and and, and happiness uh, into the lives of their grandkids. Um, But it's interesting because as a parent, what I see um, is uh, uh, are people who were not that way when I was growing up. Um, all of the lovingness, the excitement, um, you know, the giving the kids everything. That was not what I saw uh, from my parents um, when I was a kid. And My wife would tell you the same thing, that she didn't see a lot of that from her parents when she was a kid either. Right. And so for them to apparently become these completely different people when their grandbabies are around is so funny to see. Uh, It's just this odd, different kind of, um, you know, person that you never expected to, to see when the grandkids are around, like the grandkids turn them into this different person. And it's great because you can always count on the grandparents to to do the most, right? To get them everything that they want, to not say no, to, you know, constantly be okay with all of the crazy stuff that kids do. Um, but when we were parents, or when we were kids, we could not get away with any of those things. And that is the funniest part, I think, watching my son get away with things, With my mother that i could never get away with um now interestingly enough i think my mother has decided that my oldest son uh is able to get away with less than my younger son is so the baby is able to get away with so much more um even now and she knows it and and that is just the way that she likes it right she likes letting him have Everything that he could possibly want. So but what I really want to talk here about is how grandparents change the dynamic uh, in the household. Right. So how they how they change how you parent or how I parent, I should say, uh, because what grandparents do is they actually create a situation where you inevitably become the bad guy because no matter what you do you have to be the one that put rules in place for your kids and grandparents come and they break all of those rules for instance in my house i try to limit the amount of sweets that the boys have now my youngest son absolutely loves going to his granny's house because he knows that when he goes over there, that she will give him every kind of candy sweet that he could possibly ask for. And nothing is off the table. He can ask for anything, and she'll give him anything. And she keeps a bowl full of candy that she gives to him, uh, and she then stuffs his pocket with additional candy when he leaves the house. Uh, and it's amazing and it's upsetting. And I have to be the bad guy because I hate to see him get all hopped up on candy and then have to come home. Now, I know my mother absolutely loves that. She she loves to know that she just gave this boy the most candy any one person could possibly ever consume. And then she sent him home with me. Now, it, you know, for better or for worse, I, I know that. Uh, that my youngest at Wyatt loves going to his granny's house because of this fact, because he can get whatever he wants when he goes to granny's house. And it, it is what it is. We, we, we live with it. We deal with it. Um, but they absolutely love going over there because of it. And, and that's fine. You know, I remember, um, before my, my in-laws passed away, uh, that they would do the same thing. Uh, you know, Trey is a spoiled kid because of that, because he was the first grandbaby, because he got everything he wanted when he went to his uh, granny and Pop Pop's house. Um, and he had everything and every kind of toy, every kind of, you know, clothing. She was buying clothes and all, clothes all the time for him. And it was great. Um, so on some level, again, it's a blessing because they take some of the burden off of us as parents. By buying the things that we don't, then have to come out of pocket for, um, and it creates this really good kind of, you know, synergy, right, if you will, with like, okay, so at home we have this stuff that we are buying, but we don't have to buy a ton of stuff because we know, you know, that Granny and Pop Pop is picking up a bunch of stuff, or that you know, Granny's buying this, and um, and so there's all kinds of stuff always floating around for the kids, which makes things a heck of a lot easier when it comes to, um, you know, knowing what to shop for, when you need to shop for things um, and really being aware of that timeline of um, buying things for holidays, for birthdays, all those kind of things. You know that the grandparents are going to you know, they're (laughs) going they're going they're going to pick it up. They're going they're going to be there. They're going to take care of it without any problem. Right. And that's great so you kind of rely on that a little bit and uh and it works out and uh and 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 they are very helpful in their way but then on the flip side of that um you know the things that you grew up with or that i grew up with as things that i was not allowed to do things i was not allowed to have um are now being uh you know thrown out the window because my mother Um, in my case is now giving my sons everything and they can have whatever they want and they can almost do no wrong. Um, and that is, uh, just one of those moments that you kind of sit back and you scratch your head and you're like, well, who is this person, right? Who is this person that is now standing in front of me that when I did the same thing, I got in all kinds of trouble when I was growing up. I got punished. I got spanking, I got, you know, put on, uh, uh, um, you know, <laughs> basically in house suspension. Right, like I couldn't do anything. No TV. No, no outside. Nothing. Like because I did the exact same thing. But for whatever reason, when the kids do it, it's cute. It's funny. You know, it's like, oh, I, you know, they they're so smart. They're so um. They're so they're so smart. They're so cute. And and it's funny to watch that because I know that that would have never been how it was seen from my perspective when I was a child, um, but the kids get away with it and it, and it works out and it's uh, and it's frustrating at times. I think that's the biggest thing, and maybe that's maybe that's why why I decided to do this episode of the podcast because it is so frustrating to watch. Uh, it's it's like, well, I'm supposed to teach them how they are supposed to do things, right? And I'm doing it with the frame of reference of my mother who taught me how to do things. And But she's blowing that whole thing up, like, every day. Like, she just destroys all those lessons that... She made me learn as a kid and I thought I needed to teach my kids. She like destroys those lessons every single day when she's with the kids. And, you know, for so that's the part that I think is the most frustrating for me. Um, and it's also one of those things where, you know, it's you you look at it and you think about, OK, well, you know, so how can I counteract this? And is there a way to counteract it, right? Because grandparents are, are there, they're involved. They, you know, they want to be around. So how can you possibly counteract these people who want to give your child everything? Um, (laughs) And, and then doing that and then counteracting that, are you now fighting an uphill battle every day? Right? So every time they see the grandparents, they're going to get what they want. Um, Are you going to constantly, Fight against that, knowing that you're fighting an uphill battle every day. And right now, honestly, I, I would say like eighty percent of the time, I still fight that uphill battle. Um, and and, it, and it's it's it, you know I I don't know what to say about it, right? Because I want to fight that uphill battle because there are some things that I feel like they shouldn't do. But Granny, her job is to to do it just because she's Granny, right? My mother is uh, is a very interesting woman. She doesn't have a lot of money, but she loves her grandbabies, and because of that, she will go above and beyond in terms of getting them whatever they want. Uh, she doesn't say no. Um, she buys them things without being prompted to do so, uh, and so that means that they have so many things like in in excess. Of what they can use at any one given time. So she actually has like her own storage closet at her house filled with things that she pulls out periodically as the kids come to visit her. And so she'll like just drop a couple of things into their bag and send it home with them. Um, And so we'll end up with all these random things that come back to the house that they didn't leave with. And that's because... She really just goes out and buys things. She really just picks up stuff uh, as she goes along and then drops it into their bag, sends it home with them. And so we end up with, you know, all of the stuff here at the house that really, really should have been either left in the store, number one, or my mother should have kept at her house. Um, And we saw the same thing again with my in-laws when uh, when Trey was young, they would pick up all kinds of things. So they would have all kinds of stuff at their house, but they didn't want to keep it at their house. Right. Because the kids weren't there enough for them to play with it. And, you know, they they grow out of those things very quickly. Right. So they would uh, uh, when the kids came over, they would have stuff there to play with. But then when they left, they would leave with the stuff so that meant that we were packing up more stuff than what we came with and uh, that also meant that we ended up bringing so much stuff back into the house um we recently purged a lot of those things um even my father got in on it a a little bit and and i you know and, and thank god for again for all of the grandparents um my father even tried to get in on a little bit with the toys that he would bring in and, 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 you know, little motorized cars and the, uh, the tool sets and, you know, all those kind of things uh, that made their way into the house that the kids would play with exactly one time. And once they were done playing with them, they would end up, you know, just sitting in the corner collecting dust. And I know that the parents, the grandparents had the best of intentions when they bought these things They knew what they were doing, uh, and they had high hopes that they were making their grandbabies happy, and they were for that time, but they were making their kids, us, parents, miserable. Um, And that is really the crux of it, right? Because I now have to figure out what to do with all of this extra junk um, that I call it junk. You know, the kids call them toys, and sometimes they will actually play with the toys, but Mostly, they, the stuff just kind of sat around, and, uh, and we had to figure out what to do with it. And that was always a big, big concern, right? Like, more stuff, not enough space, what do we do with all this stuff? And so, we were always trying to figure out what to do with it, how much of it had to be kind of rolled over from a uh, six-month period to six-month period. Uh, and then, when our second son came along, um, you know, some of it made sense to keep around, because he was able to, to play and use it as well. Uh, and so that worked out, right, for a time. Um, but then we realized that his interests diverged from his big brother, mostly because he was interested in what his big brother was interested in at that time, which meant that it wasn't the same little kid stuff that he, his, his brother had been interested in as a little kid. Um, Which was fine, you know, that that meant that, you know, Wyatt got into Beyblades a lot sooner than his brother had. That meant that, you know, Pokemon was a bigger thing for Wyatt at a younger age than it was for his brother. But grandparents didn't understand that. So they were still buying, you know, like the little Fisher Price stuff that um, was good for his learning, right? was good for the second boy's learning, but was not being used at all. We, no matter how hard we tried um was not being used. And some of that stuff um even stayed well into uh several years after my in-laws in this case had had passed. Um and that was because I think my wife had a sentimental value attached to them, right? So she had some interest in keeping those things and hoping that our youngest would play with them or that our oldest would go back to them. Um, And it happened from time to time, but very rarely, very rarely did that happen. So those things kind of sat and sat and sat and collected dust and, and filled up the space and made it very difficult to think about buying new things for birthdays uh, of which they've had many in this short period of time. And, you know, and Christmases, right? So all of those things just kind of compounded over the years. Um, but you know, all due to grandparents. And again, you know, thank God for grandparents. Um, you know, my mother is, uh, is a saint when it comes to watching the kids, uh, taking them off of our hands for a a little bit of time so we can go and do some things together or spend some time together. And, um, You know, she used to give me a hard time about it. I think she's doing it a lot less now. Um, And that may be because she's not spending as much time with the boys as she used to. Um, And uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're starting to get scheduled. They're starting to have schedules of things that they're doing. Um, You know, we are very busy during the week, which means that we're not spending as much time at her house as we used to. We used to, you know, stop by there a couple times a week. Um, and now, we are trying to do once a week, at least. And that is, I think she's realizing that, that things are just so busy, that if she doesn't um, say yes <laughs> when I when I ask uh, her to watch the boys, um, or she doesn't offer uh, to watch the boys, then she may not see them for a little while. And that's you know, nobody's fault. I'm not trying to keep my sons away from from their granny. Uh, at this point, you know, it's uh, again my my in-laws have have passed away now, and so it's just my mother and my father. And my father again, you know, we don't spend a lot of time together, so he's not seeing the boys very often. Um, but my mother wants to spend a lot of time with the boys, um, and so that's been great. It's great to to have her. Spend time with the boys um, often. It's great to uh, be able to drop them off with her and have them be excited to go see their granny. Um, sometimes very excited, sometimes not so excited. Um, and I think that's just their personalities coming out uh, and their excitement around either being around people, granny, or wanting to just kind of stay at home in their own space, right? Um, and I say that uh, knowing that that's that's their daddy, right? I like being in my own space, and so when I'm not able to do that, when I have to be out and about and with other people, uh, sometimes that's a that's, it's tough. It's tough, and I and I feel that way from my sons. I, f- I feel that feedback from them as well sometimes. Um, but you know, I, I I've I've talked a lot during this short amount of time about grandparents and, and what they do and, uh, and the excitement that they bring. And, you know, as we uh, come close to, uh, you know, the end of the year um, when this is being recorded, uh, you know, you just start to realize that another year has, has gone by, another great year with grandparents um, involved in the kids' lives. Um, or in this case, my mother involved in the kids' lives and, and all that she's been able to do for them and, um, and the things that she wish she could do for them and things that she's been able to show them that we have not shown them. Um, for instance, you know, <laughs> they love riding the, the bus with granny. Like, I made a decision years ago that I would never ride the bus again. I rode the bus all through my childhood with my mother everywhere coming back with loads and loads of groceries from the grocery store. And so when I got my license, I said I would never ride the bus unless I absolutely had to. So if it were not for granny, the bus, the metro in this area, they probably would never spend much time on them. Um, but those are things that she uh, does with them because she doesn't drive. And so they get a chance to see that. Um, you know, they they love just being able to you know help her around the house uh, a little bit um, they love that she doesn't <laughs> ask them to do anything right like they don't have choice when they go over to my to my mother's house and so those kind of things are it's like those moments that are freeing for them uh, and you can see that and they're just having a great time from beginning to end um, from their time with with, with granny and uh, and that's you know it is what it is. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, so, you know, I, I think that grandparents, again, blessing, they're great. They're fantastic. Um, you know, I know some people, uh, live with their parents. Um, so the grandparents are in the house, uh, and that makes a world of difference in a lot of people's minds. Uh, to be able to have them there all the time. I think for the kids, uh, that is great. Um, I wonder about it for the parents. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe I'll get some parents on here, some dads, some moms who want to come onto the podcast and talk about living with their parents and how it is um, raising their kids with their parent. In the house, So with grandma or grandpa in the house and what does that feel like? I would love to have some people on to come and talk about, about that. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Um, matter of fact, drop me a, a you know, a message. Uh, you can send me a message at the daddy confessions at gmail.com. Um, And let me know, you know, if you live with your parents, right? If you live with with your kids' grandparents there in the house, and how is that? What is that like? Uh, Is it better or is it worse? I'm sure there's some really good upsides to that, right? Having them right there in the house, having them available uh, to watch the kids, to help kind of offset uh, some of the things that you as parents have to do. Um, but are there tough times as well? You know, I would love to know if there are tough times in that as well. I have to believe that there have to be some tough times <laughs> that, that come out of that, right? Like some, you know, sometimes when you just wish that you were the only parents in the house, right? Like that your parents weren't still trying to parent you as well. And, uh, I get some of that when I go visit my mother, right? She's still trying to parent me as well um, or I should say not really as well because she's not parenting the kids, my kids, she's trying to parent me to parent them and that's amazing because from her perspective, they could do no harm all right they could do whatever they want. Um, and um, although my mother does give my oldest son a little bit of a hard time sometimes like she really does give him a little bit of a hard time sometimes like she she treats him a little bit more um, uh, like he's an older kid than he is and I think that's because he just presents so smart um, and so intelligent and sometimes you forget exactly how old he is. Um, and that's and that's something that we're all working on I think uh, <laughs> but I, but but let me know how how is that if you if you live with your parents, uh, and you are, and they're helping you to, uh, to parent your, your children. So they the grandparents are engaged. I love to hear it. Right. And, uh, I think that's, you know, that's, that's a, a interesting additional topic as, as it relates to, to, to raising kids. And, um, like I said, grandparents are great. Um, they bring a lot of history. They bring a lot of, you know, love and attention, uh, that, that the kids need, absolutely need. Uh, and so I think the opportunity to spend time with the grandparents, to get to know grandparents, uh, is so hugely important. So if you have kids and you listen to this podcast and your kids don't know their grandparents, um, I'd say take the opportunity to, to have them spend time with their their granny and pop-pop, right? Have them at least know that their grandparents exist. Um, is there more that I can do with my father? Absolutely. So granddad is not getting as much love as, as granny. Um, you know, not getting as much love as my in-laws did. Um, but you know, the boys know about their granddad and that's super important. It's super important that they all know that their, their grandparents, who they are, what they've done, you know, how they've influenced you uh, as a parent, as an individual, in terms of the work that they've done, um, that legacy, right. It's super important. So, you know, I harp on grandparents a little bit because of what they do with the kids to the kids, uh, to our psyche as parents. Uh, but they also serve an extremely important role, um, in the raising of kids. So make sure that your kids understand and know their history for better or for worse. Uh, you may not have the kind of parents that you want to spend a lot of time around um, with your kids, but they should at least know um, that they have their grandparents who their grandparents were or are. And I would say, you know, if that's not on your plate or hasn't been on your plate, is something to think about. Think about it. Give it, give it some, some thought and, uh, and maybe reach out to your parents, connect them. Um, You'll be surprised, I think, to see how grandkids, your kids, might change the, the whole tone of everything, right? The situation that you've been dealing with, with your parents, um, and how they see you as an individual, right? As an adult raising kids now. So consider that. Think about that. And again, if you have any questions or, or comments or, you know, want to talk more about this subject with me, love to have you on the show. Uh, you can reach out to me at the daddy with an S at gmail.com. Love to chat with you. Love talking to you all. Thank you for listening. I just found out that I have people listening all over the world. Which is amazing. So shout out to those international listeners uh, who listen to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you ever want to, you know, chime in at all, love to hear it. Love to hear what your experience or your experiences are raising kids, um, how they might be different or how they might be similar to mine. And uh, thank you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to Daddy Confessions. Check out the show notes for more information about some of the things we talked about on this podcast and for how to reach me if you would like to be on the podcast. If you like what you heard, click subscribe, share with a friend, and don't forget to give us five star rating and drop a review on your favorite podcast app.